Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. And welcome live. You are looking live at the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We go live to Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center for Judge Zolgad, glistening from the sun, oh, yeah. potentially out of breath. He may have ran from Kevin O'Connell's post-game press conference or post-practice press conference. It's a live edition of Judd's Camp Notes off of the first of two Vikings-Titans joint practices. How are you? Are you okay? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, it's hot, but it was the, the wind was blowing a gale, which actually led oh, yeah. to some issues with uh, Greg Joseph's field goal kicking and a Kirk oh. Cousins pass. So uh, that helped cool it down quite a bit. Yeah. Well, we'll get into all of it here. Uh, we're going to be live for about a half hour or so, hanging out with you on this afternoon here, um, this Wednesday afternoon. A shout-out to our friends at TCL, which has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. You can learn more at TCL.com. And uh, a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company as this room fills in with Vikings fans. Uh, Federated's been around for over 100 years, providing great risk management tools and resources for businesses, both inside and outside the state of Minnesota. Uh, they know what they're doing, like a great offensive line for your business. You can find out more at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, Jeb, where do you want to start here with... These, the, the ink isn't even dry on these camp notes yet. Mm-mm. I want to start with who didn't practice today because there, there were a few, but there was one in particular non-participant, um, and that would be first-round pick Jordan Addison not taking part in today's practice because according to Kevin O'Connell um, in a, a drill a couple days ago, he went to the ground. He is in concussion protocol now, so they're concerned about nice. that. I would guess he's not going to take part tomorrow. I mean, if there's any concern about a concussion today, I, I don't think it clears up in one day. But um, Kevin O'Connell saying today that it was a two-minute drill in which Jordan Addison went to the ground and he has been placed in protocol. So he was among a list of guys who didn't take part. Brian Asamoa still out, which uh, gives Ivan Pace Jr., who O'Connell positively raved about today, even more of a chance. Uh, Kane Wongwu. 
Jalen Naylor, still not back. Have no idea when they're coming back. And in fact, I would guess at this point in time, the Vikings don't know. Um, TJ Hawkinson continues to take part in early portions of individual work and then leave the field and not take part in team. Brian O'Neill held back today. Nothing went wrong. But as we suspected, they're going to take this slow. There's really no good reason to rush him. It sounds like they're hoping Brian O'Neill, the right tackle, can get reps with the mm-hmm. first team in a team situation in the drills next week against the Cardinals. So that's that's being safe. That's not uh, that's not dumb. But, um, yep, still a, a list of guys who definitely were up for jobs who can't get on the field. Uh, I think the, the Wangwu and Naylor absences are especially – noteworthy because they've been so long now that you almost have to think that the team is going to look elsewhere as far as who's going to fill in those spots maybe to start the season on the 53. Okay, Jordan Addison, they're they're saying it's not serious. It's just a, a – I don't know. I mean, it yeah, might be a concussion. Still... It might not be. That's what protocol is. But it's but it, it's everything we've talked about being concerned about. Small, pushed yep. around, you yep. know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that one, that one makes me a little nervous. So, so basically with him – in concussion protocol and some of the other injuries you've talked about and just uncertainty really like the only thing we know at this point are that KJ Osborne and Justin Jefferson are locked and loaded and ready to catch passes, right? Yes. Yes. And the thing with Jordan is like, this is going to be, I think the primary concern because he can definitely play. He's an impressive player, but yeah, he's not big. Um, this, again, was he went to the ground, and so now they're concerned about that. This was not, uh, as far as I know, a play in Thursday's game. This was just a practice play. So, yeah, we uh, I think there's definitely some concerns right now about – it's not that they don't have enough receivers here, but the actual upper echelon guys, like, like those five, you know, je- to your point, Jefferson, Osborne, Addison is three, if not two. He's out right now. Naylor, I think, was expected to be five. Powell, in my opinion, is four. But this, again, opens up the door for, as you talked about on the show today, does uh, Rager make the team? Does Nikhil Henry make the team? So, like, there's a lot of questions here. But, uh, yeah, I I think it's definitely going to be concerning when Jordan Addison has now missed pretty extensive practice time since he, he was drafted. Uh, at some point in time, the most important thing in football is availability, as it is in all sports, and he has to be available to play. Well, they have a lot of young players who get banged up. You know, it's just kind of, I guess, football and some of it's luck or whatever. But well, the concussion protocol now is so different than it used to be even 10 years ago, you know. Ten years ago, you go to the ground, you got Some your belt Smelling on. salts, you know. Yeah, you're practicing that. How thing. many yeah, fingers exactly. am I holding up? Yeah. Okay, yep. you're close enough. Go ahead, get now back out there. Now you're tucked away, and I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but now you're put put in a protocol. And again, I think if you were held out from today's practice because of that, there's probably a very, very small chance that you're going to now come back and take part in either Thursday practice or perhaps, you know what, the the uh, Saturday game too. And, and if he does have a concussion, he he won't be back until next week at the earliest. The, the protocol phrase is a great one because it allows them to be, be like, well, we're concerned about a concussion, but we're really not going to tell you if he has one. Yeah, not sure if it's what I mean, but you're not going into concussion protocol unless you probably have a concussion. That's my guess too, yes. Especially if you're being held out for... They had an off day. Like it's it's something that's been lingering. I for would a agree days. with you. I think I think being put in the protocol means they think that you definitely have one. Yeah. 
Uh, so, all right. By the way, for the for the audio audience, Judd is literally in a conference room. It's like a side media conference room at the Vikings room. practice facility right now. It's the Sid Hartman room. And yeah. I, I can see on my screen tinged in purple, too. Like, it's so yeah. purple that you can see it. it's like I'm channeling Prince. Yeah. <laughs> see, you can see sort of the tinge of purple along with the Viking behind me. Yes. Yeah. You are. Uh, it's like the the pigment of your skin is almost purple. It's like the, the purple is radiating <laughs> off the worse. walls into your pores. It's crazy. Could be worse. <laughs> All right. So to, let's continue down the path of camp notes. We'll end with the um, they, they actually did uh, full team two minute at the end of practice. We'll get to that. But I want to talk about what I perceive to be the storyline of the day. And it's this. Because I actually spent the majority of today's practice watching the defense. The okay. offense, you know, I'll watch them tomorrow, but I'm really curious here. And I will say in live competition against an opponent, again, in a controlled environment, here's the thing that struck me. And it's not a surprise, but it's crystallizing. This team is going to live by the blitz and die by it. And there's not going to be a, I wonder if we should do this. The amount of confusion and a word that we've used quite a bit since we've started to talk about what we're seeing from Brian Flores, which is just absolute chaos. The yeah. amount of confusion and attempted chaos is impressive. You don't know who's coming. You don't know who's going. Now, if so they you, show they showed some of that. They showed they, quite oh, yeah, a bit of that. Show, I think they're going to show that in these practices because again, okay. one, they don't play the Titans, um, and two. This is the opportunity, as far as I know, this film does not go elsewhere. Because, like, if you show this on Saturday against the Titans, the entire league can watch it. Right. As far as I know, this film is not shared. This is their film. I mean, I suppose the Titans could look, but what the hell do the Titans care? So, And, and I'm sure that, that there is um, gentlemen's agreements in these practices that, hey, we're each going to work on things. We prefer that you don't just start talking about them. So... That's my guess is that that's part, and I don't know that, but my guess is it's part of the agreement. But, uh, yes, they 100% showed a lot of things. And, I mean, they've got they've got safeties blitzing. They've got corners blitzing. They've got linebackers and safety showing blitzing, bailing oh, backwards. Let's go. Now, let's go. Now, here's where it's going to get – here's where I think that there's a discussion, though. This is going to get really intriguing. There's two things at play here, in my opinion. Number one – Early in the season, I think this is going to cause teams problems because they haven't seen it before. Now, they, they probably have an idea of what Brian Flores likes to do, yeah. but it's with different players. And and it's definitely, it's definitely, I think, going to cause teams problems. Once that's put on film, I'm curious what the Vikings then adjust out of that to sort of keep things fresh. The other thing is there's probably a handful of quarterbacks that they, that they uh, face who, if something goes wrong with the defense – are going to be licking their chops. But other than that, I think they're going to cause massive problems. Uh, there, there was one play today where um, Tannehill was a quarterback, and they there was definitely a breakdown. Somebody screwed up, and Harrison Smith had blitzed, and there was no deep safety, and Tannehill just annihilated them like great mm. pass, uh, Titans touchdown. But I would rather have that than the BS that we saw 
last year. So, like, I'm on board with this. I'm just telling you it's going to result, I think, in some really good plays at times, especially against certain QBs. I do think it's going to get exposed. And the question then is what does Flores do to combat that against, you know, or when they do face veteran or really good QBs. Right. So so generally in like the two hours of practice, when the Vikings were being aggressive defensively, did they land more punches or did the, did the Titans land more, the Titans offense land more punches? Do you think? I'd say the Vikings did because of the confusion that they caused. And, okay. and they also yeah. had, so we, we saw throughout the course of the drills, uh, obviously Ryan Tannenhill is the starter. Malik, Willis threw some nice passes. I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Vikings made the right choice by not using their first-round pick on Will Levis, who looks like a project. Okay, interesting. Yeah, there was a lot of – there's a reason why that good. dude slid, right? Yes, he does not look that good. He okay. looks um, – and, and look, he's a rookie. He might be fine. I have no idea. But Will Levis looks like a guy – that Rick Spielman would have taken in the first round. <laughs> like there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot to work on there. There is he's a Bo, lot. Was a Bo Callahan. Who was the quarterback from, yes. from draft? Bo Callahan. He's, a, he's a Bo Callahan. No one went to guy. Will's birthday party and there was a lot of uh, consternation about that. Ask me why. <laughs> Ask me who was there. Yeah. But um, yes, I would say that the defense in watching the defense, I would say that the defense for the Vikings had the, Upper hand, I would also say that this is even further confirmation that uh, this is going to be about as big of 180 from what we saw a year ago as you can possibly get. Yeah. So they've just been waiting to waiting to unleash. Very interesting. Okay. So yeah, I saw some other beat writers out there saying that like the Vikings and Titans defenses probably came away feeling better than their respective offenses after that joint practice today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to the end of practice. The um, first and second team for both teams offensively ran two-minute drills with the um, with the Vikings start starting off. Now, it was a very windy day here, okay? So just to be clear, extremely windy in the Twin Cities today. Yeah. Um, post press co- or during his press conference, Kevin O'Connell actually said he uh, gave thought to having his offense work with the wind at their back to help or with the wind. Yeah. At their back, not in their face to help them. They decided against it. They decided let's go into the wind to see what happens. Well, what, well, what happens was um, Kirk cousins threw a pick a sideline, a sideline pass for um, uh, KJ Osborne that was uh, picked off. And so I think the question is, what went wrong? Well, one, Cousins tried to fit the pass into a window instead of trying to basically allow KJ to go get the ball. And O'Connell said in his press conference, he should have put the ball up, but instead okay. he threw into the wind. And I mean, yes, the wind played a role, but last time I checked, you play football games in November and December okay. when if you're on the road, the wind plays a, a role. I so also, he's going. He's going over the age cliff. Is what's happening here. He can't. Um, he can't even, he can't even cut the passes through the wind anymore. Uh, he's trying oh, to fit a ball in that was that was picked by. Hold, hold on, safety Kevin Bird, who is a good player. It was a nice pick, um, but I did ask O'Connell. I said, "So is that what you would describe as an opportunity ball?" Because we've talked about that. You know, I tell Kirk, uh, 
it's an opportunity. O'Connell said, no, he said that ball has to go up. That ball has to give um, KJ Osborne a chance to catch it. And did you can't he be say no, Judd? No, he didn't say my name. He I did heard not. This. Say, yeah. He did not say my name. I don't think he was thrilled by the question because he, he wasn't. Said, I'm not going to criticize Kirk. So yeah. like, I'm not looking for you to. He he wasn't thrilled by my question. He was not. He was not pleased with Judd's question. I heard. Oh that one. my goodness! Yeah. That was towards the end. Yeah. Phil. It was like the second or third to last question of the press conference. I said, "Is that an opportunity ball?" I thought that was a very fair question. Which, by the way, I was yeah. then going to bring on the show immediately to share with you guys and, and all of the great people who watch our show. So I thought, like, let's break it down. Like it's a. It's a live practice. It's a joint practice, it, right? It is, it is an was, opportunity ball. It's an opportunity for the defense to get a, yeah, sudden, he to get a sudden change is what it he, is. He oh. said, he flat out said, I'm not going to criticize Kirk. It's like, I didn't want you to criticize Kirk. I wanted I to talk, like about, talk about the pass. I'm um, not going to criticize Kirk. Oh, my God. A little, a little defensive KOC. I'm still a KOC guy. I'm still a KOC yeah, guy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm fact, a big KOC I guy. Would, I'll ride with KOC before I'll ride with you. And I love you. And we've been well, working together for 10 years. But that's my guy now. Okay. Let's make one thing very clear. Um, KOC and I, like, I like him a lot. And it's enjoyable covering him but we're not like buddies like like we have a professional relationship that revolves around my ability to talk to him much like a coach much like a fellow coach sure yeah those guys aren't your friends i want to know what did you see on that pass and he shot back and i mean we could have gone back and forth but we didn't because you know what we're true professionals. We're moving on. It's a fair We're moving question. on. Hey, you're hey, you're your expensive quarterback that you've been grooming through a really bad interception in front of hundreds of fans. What do you have to say yeah. about it, Kev? Yep. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm not done talking about Vikings interceptions in the two minute drill. Oh no. Because so the Titans then the Titans first team actually moved down the field more methodically than the Vikings did. Um, but on a field goal attempt down by, I believe, three points with three seconds left. The field goal, which had to be from 50-some-odd yards, wound up short. So the first team against the first-team offense, zeros on the board. Mm. Second team, uh, Nick Mullins, obviously, running the show. Pass tipped to the line of scrimmage, picked off again. This And both of these, I should be very clear about this, both of these passes were picked off like a player two or maybe three mo- at most into the drill. So these were sudden change. Like these would, these were not, these were not the Vikings had made it in the two minute drill to the red zone. And then yeah. they, you know, which would be disappointing. I'm not trying to justify it, but it's worth noting that both of the picks, one on the Kirk pass, one on the Mullins tip pass, both came early in the drill when the Vikings were still backed up in this case in Titans territory. Mm. Yeah. I blame the wind. I mean, it sounds to me like, listen, they're not going to be playing outside for most of their games. They're going to be playing inside climate controlled, wind environment controlled U.S. Bank Stadium. You know, these quarterbacks just trying to throw, they're trying to throw passes into gale force winds. I mean, looking out my window right now, I mean, there is. almost blew over earlier. It's crazy. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a guy, oh, right there. That guy almost lost his hat on the sidewalk outside. Here comes a football sailing towards your condo right now. There's a meteorologist hanging onto a pole sideways right now. Paul Douglas? Um, I think it's Sven Svengard, actually. Not sure. Dave Dahl? Take a peek. (laughs) I think he's retired, but. (laughs) Barry Zavan, the weatherman. He was great when I was a kid. But anyway. Before my time. Yes, it is. So anyway, there were um, uh, two picks thrown in practice today. Uh, 
in the drill. And those were like they did a bunch of drills and again, controlled drills. Uh, but those were the most competitive ones as far as the teamwork went. There was one drill. And, and again, so this is where you write that down presents a problem. So they did a gunner drill on both fields at different times. Okay. They put a bag, they put a bag in the middle of the field and they have first, they had the Vikings guys try to uh, stop the Titans guys. And it's one-on-one it's a gunner drill. Okay. So you're like looking to get, that's like capture the flag. You're looking to get to the bag. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So you're looking to, to get to what, what amounts to, I don't know, a tackling dummy anyway. Um, so the Vikings guys, though, like tried to use technique. And there were a few guys, including my guy, Theo Jackson, who made really nice plays. It's clear the Titans have been taught just to hold. So the Titans, so as soon as the Viking guy tried to get to the bag as part of the gunner drill, the Titans guys would just hold them and like try and throw them down in like the 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 Cheers. officials here were like constantly like no that's a flag that's a flag but this then when the vikings did a punting drill and i do want to talk about that in a second they then took this to the other field and at one point i looked over and there was definitely a a kerfuffle of sorts mm. but i don't oh. i didn't see any punches thrown and okay. then they broke it up quick and then they broke it up quickly i so, so i have i have seen video footage of a lengthy what appears to be a 20 man I would call it a skirmish. Okay, it was That's it was a, it was a melee end. of some was, kind. Yes, but I mean, I don't know if there were punches thrown. I don't know if guys actually had to be broken up like coaches got. I did see Vrabel. The the reason why that we actually started to watch it was Mike Vrabel, the Titans coach, at one point like booked from one field to that area to try to help. So this could qualify if you can find the actual uh, Here, film of this. I'm it could send qualify. This to- I don't know. We uh, I don't know. As you write that down, we might have to strip the volume out of this here. But this is just the tail end. This is the tail end. Okay. Someone started filming the tail end of a melee. Oh, there is. But but there are players being physically separated from okay. other players here. But this physically, is exactly, can I just hold this up to the screen? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Here, okay. You yeah, want to give me the full screen here? Fine. So I predicted on write that down. There would be a fight or a skirmish where guys had to be physically separated. Okay. This is from the, uh, where's this from? Vikings fan page, okay? Of course. All right, look at this. this. Physical hey. set, phil- physically pulling guys out. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I'm going to here. This is a no. skirmish. How is that this is not, not a skirmish? A skirmish. Good God, it's just it a couple of football It is absolutely a skirmish. It is not a skirmish. Yes, it Good is. Lord. This is, by the way, this is the tail end. This would not be even admissible in court, so I don't even know if we're lawyer chase... We're gonna have to uh, pull him into the ring here. What do you? What do you think these players are just hanging out together? Yeah, but they're not. But there's no punches there's being a, thrown, and they're probably talking. There doesn't need to be punches being thrown for it to be a skirmish. I, I it's a skirmish. Know. What do we got for the definition of skirmish? Here? Yeah, look, yeah, no, let's look up the, let's look up the definition of skirmish. You know what we need? We do need lawyer chase. You're right. <laughs> lawyer chase needs to it's come a in. Skirmish. And <laughs> I don't think it's in a, episode. Of irregular or unpermitted uh, fights, especially between small or outlying parts of armies or fleets. Yeah, these are fleets of football players that are skirmishing with each other, very clearly. Mm. Now, you I guys, you guys clearly don't know what no. you're looking at. Okay, when it comes to skirmishes, I, I just don't know. I don't know. All right, I got one more note for you guys. Presented um, 
by our friends at uglydeck.com. Uglydeck.com. That's very good. In fact, if you want to throw a party, if you want to throw a party, because you know what? The the deck that, that you had becomes the deck that you want. Uglydeck.com is going to do exactly that. You can throw a skirmish if you want to. It's not not a skirmish. This is people having fun. Look at this. This is people enjoying life. That sucks. But Ugly Deck comes and fixes it because a maintenance-free deck can be expensive. But what if I told you there's a way to save, and this is why they're partying, $10,000, even if you think you can't build a deck yourself. Uglydeck.com has a DIY assist program where they install your footings and ledger, design and assist with your project, and you finish the deck, and you are going to save thousands in fact you know what you get you get a free diy coach who's going to help you from start to finish imagine o'connell and cousins right mm-hmm. and o'connell comes in he's the diy coach he's like no no dude here's here's what you do and all of a sudden kirk becomes great well the same thing is going to happen with your deck half of the ugly diy customers have never framed a deck before but you can diy it with their help average savings again between 10 and eleven thousand dollars just check them out at ugly and click on diy again it's your coach it's your coach to get thousands off your deck how awesome is that ugly hey our friends at ag12 have been uh, helping old macadac with his nutrition for the last six years or so so okay let's be honest some of us not the greatest at getting the nutrients through foods, fruits, vegetables, etc., that we need on a daily basis. So for me, it's super easy to get up in the morning to scoop a scoop of AG1, 75 high-quality ingredients fitting in that little scoop, mixed with water in the morning or maybe even in the afternoon if you're looking to give yourself a boost middle of the day. For me, the biggest things I personally noticed after uh, mixing AG1 into my daily regimen are brain fog lifted, energy levels heightened. I just feel more dialed in and ready to attack the day if you will maybe get so, into a skirmish maybe get into wow. a skirmish yeah wow you need energy if you're going to be getting into skirmishes so uh, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then ag1 is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to drinkag1.com slash purple daily that's drinkag1.com slash purple daily You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. No, these people, this is out of context. This is the end, it's the end of a yep. skirmish. It's the end of a skirmish. Dude, you presented it. You presented it as uh, evidence. Now you don't like that people are no. agreeing with you. I tweeted it out. We'll see what people think. But oh, I need full video footage of what happened before well, that camera it. started rolling. We're not supposed to have it. That's the thing. I couldn't Well, film you were it. there. What were you doing there? I'm not allowed to film it. I was watching what I'm going to get to next, which is Ryan Wright absolutely punt the hell out of the football. Wow. My God, you're watching. You're watching a punter instead of a I skirmish. Watched- I because I watched I watched the gunner drill the first time around. I didn't continue to watch it. Ryan Wright, I didn't realize this. He's got to have like at least three different styles of punts. He's got the old spiral, you know, the beautiful punt spiral. He's got the flop punt that like looks like a kickoff. It, it's incredible. This guy had now he did have the wind at, at his back, which helped. But Ryan Wright, my God, watching that 
from the field where you can actually get a sense of the pressure? Like, because from the press box, it looks like it's pretty simple. It doesn't look that hard from the press box. But anyway, from the field, oh, my God, Ryan Wright. What a day. Hero of the day, I think. Star of the day, Ryan Wright, who was being <laughs> cheered by cheered by fans who were chanting his name. Ryan Wright. Ryan, Ryan that's how, Wright. Yep. So I would say the stars of the day, Ryan Wright, the Vikings defense, um, and that might be just about it. Okay. And we can get into uh, even more. I'm sure there's even, you know, we had sort of 30 minutes allotted for uh, this live stream. So there's probably more in the bottom of that bag if you dig deeper into your uh, your memory from practice. And maybe people can send us more videos of the skirmish. We need more angles. I was going to say, you're going to have to get more from the thing. But you introduced it as evidence. It's now being used against you. I think I think lawyer Chase maybe would it was a legal that misstep your, by me. I think that lawyer Chase would say that you uh, you introduced a piece of evidence that maybe you should have withheld. Rookie mistake, rookie legal mm-hmm. mistake. By yeah, exactly, me, unfortunately, right. got to so, watch more TV like me. <laughs> hey, a, a shout out and thank you to all of you guys too. In the first three days of our uh, Power of Sports fundraiser to raise money for Courage Kenny Rehab Institute. You guys have helped us raise $11,000, which is amazing. Uh, we asked you to raise 10000 for the week. Let's keep going. It'd be great to get to 15000 Some really cool items, including dinner with the Purple Daily crew and also a Monday Night Football Vikings experience against the 49ers. Lower bowl tickets. It's like ninth row tickets and all sorts of other amazing things to either buy, bid on, or you can just flat out donate at scornorth.com slash bid scornorth.com slash bid Judd's camp notes live on the purple daily YouTube channel and live from the Vikings practice facility. We'll see you tomorrow on purple daily.